Good morning and welcome to your bonus episode of Inspired Grown-Up Girl Talk. I'm Stacy Fleece. I am here with Samantha Tredelius and Jennifer Tovani. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. Bonus time. I want to uh, wish happy Mother's Day to yes. all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to you too. Oh, Happy lady. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. My God, what a blessing of a day it is. Is it? <laughs> is it really a blessing? Is it? Uh, have, we, have we gotten to the point in our lives now, or is it just me, where maybe the expectations for Mother's Day are a little too high, and maybe at the, in the evening when I'm emptying the dishwasher, I am a little disappointed? No? Just me? Nope. I agree. I have set no expectations because for years I was like, this is the day where I get put up on one of those elephant carry, carry, (laughs) what are those called? Rickshaws where I get to be walked around all day. No, that is not the way it works. Um, I have stopped asking, what are we doing? Because I just, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do because it's my day is basically where it's at. So you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Do you have to plan it yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I definitely do. Um, there's not a lot of um, not a lot of planning that goes on. Although b- the girls are kind of getting to an age where they're like, they get like it's an important day for mom, so they like go, th- they step it up a little bit. Peach is still just very much a work in progress. It's just, it's like, it's tough. It's tough for him. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, it's, it's hard. Uh, it's hard in my house when you don't have another adult to direct said children on yeah. things to do for mom on mother's day so i mean for what 12 years now it's 12 plus years it's just been me and the kids so i feel like um i feel like they weren't raised with the direction of mother's day that every child should uh be entitled to and should should want to get so um I, you know they're a little bit older than yours so they definitely get that it's a big day but i definitely I honestly feel like nobody trained them right. They didn't have anyone to train them correctly. So I think everyone out there, if you know a solo parent who doesn't have that other adult in their house, uh, make sure you reach out and say happy Mother's Day, especially because um, sometimes we miss out. Yeah, that's not very fair. I mean, I was single for a very long time and I feel lucky because my daughter was uh, four years older than my son. And so in her early teens, she felt like it was her job as the other parent kind of to teach my son about Mother's Day. And so she would um, orchestrate this little Mother's Day ritual where she would go out to my rose garden and pick a couple roses from the garden And sometimes they'd have bugs all over them and everything. (laughs) Put them in a a vase, you know, that the little aphids on the roses. And uh, that was always very cute when they'd bring them to me in bed and (laughs) I'm flicking the bugs off them. But she'd put them in a little bud vase and and she would have my young, you know, two-year-old son drawing uh, a Mother's Day card and she'd make a really uh, less than perfect you know, scrambled egg and, and toast breakfast. And she'd make me stay in bed until I ate it. So that was always really cute. And it's one of those fond memories that I have, you know. So basically, you, she, Jen, you've got an overachiever. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, right. But she doesn't, she's not even around 
this year. Like now that she's 24 and yeah. I've got four teenagers at home, she's I don't even know that. if anybody's going to be around. Shannon is in Tahoe with a bunch of friends. And so uh, she, she is, you know, working at, at Splendid, which is a great clothing store. And, and she did bring a bag over the other day, happy mother's day. And she throws it at me <laughs> And no card and no flowers. And, but I, I feel like we should make Mother's Day like the day that we together with our mother friends and do yeah. our own thing. Like we yes. leave our families, yes. we leave our husbands and our children's and children's, what is that? And uh, get together with our mother friends and go, you know, drive up the coast and go to mix and eat oysters and drink wine and just, um, you know, make I it our day. So like many just women amongst ourselves. Yeah, so, would rather have that. So do you remember learning about in the history books? I took women's history in college and there were like period huts where the women would go away one week per oh month to a, to a period hut where they would all menstruate together. And oh I, I mean, I don't want to hang out with a bunch of menstruating women because we're that all kind of awful. emotional bitchy, but I think that Mother's Day or once a month, there should be just a magical place where women could just go and be away from everyone. And, you know, kind of like a period hut, but not a period hut because, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine being in a period hut? <laughs> just the crying. That's miserable. Just, that sounds awful. That really does. I mean, it does. But I mean, the concept of being able to escape. Being alone, being, being without <laughs> children, is that what you're saying? Like... Well, Away from husbands and children. But I also think, too, that the last year of being together constantly with everyone in our house, uh, it's nice to get a little breakaway. And I think we did touch on this earlier in one of our episodes about how the majority of the burden of the pandemic fell on us mothers because now we got, you know, the kids are home all the time. Now we're teaching them all the time. We're, you know, we're, we're not able to do any of our normal life stuff and, you, you know, single mothers especially because they didn't even have anybody to help do anything. Um, so I think this year women, mothers, deserve an even bigger gold star and uh, should get to go and do whatever. Get a day off, just a day off to do whatever they want. And whatever that means. You know, that yeah. may mean laying around and doing nothing. That may mean going to the beach. That may mean, you know, just being absolutely left alone. No one could, could, no one could talk to you all day. Um, you know, Fleece, where, what do you think about that? Are you still thinking about the period hut? <laughs> a little bit. It's disturbing <laughs> and concerning. And um, it's just, it's, it's an image I'm having a little hard time shaking right now. Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like my bar is low. I just would like someone else to wake up in the morning and walk the dogs. That isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Let's hire Samantha. We need to hire Stacy a dog walker for tomorrow morning. <laughs> we need a dog walker for tomorrow morning. Check that box. Yes, yes, yes. But it's it's interesting too. Like, do you ever think about all the shit that you do as a mother when you wake up and like I have been in trying to instill this concept in the girls, like being a leader and a responsible person means thinking about other people first. So, like before I even take my first sip of coffee, I make sure they're up. In the morning, I make sure the dogs are fed. As my coffee's making, I'm feeding the dogs. I'm making lunch. I'm getting all their backpacks together, making sure everybody's shit is where it needs to go. Um, and it's like I do all those things before I even think about me. And I know I'm not the only one, right? 
what's well, on that's, that's highway, how we have right? to run a household yeah you're doing it before you're even thinking about thinking <laughs> before that coffee's hit your lips and, and meanwhile i look over and there's my friend pj just sipping on his coffee just morning babe yeah yeah morning such a morning isn't it so, uh, and, he, and i'm spoiled like, yeah i get i get coffee up. to me every day <laughs> I, I did not. I won't inherit. get up without it. So, yeah, I, I did not inherit that. But, but Peach, every now and again, he'll get the girls up and do breakfast and stuff, which is great. But we're now moving into the segue of they can like feed themselves in my house. So it's not so much of a duty, but it's more like I have to get, we're getting to that like you need to get up phase where they don't wake up in time and you're, you're yelling 400 times to get up and get up and get up. So why are women still, why are we still talking about having a day to ourselves? Because when it's Father's Day, they get to go off and play golf. They get to go do what they want. They get the meal of their choice. They get all these things and they don't have to do it. It's like, oh, dad's not mowing the lawn today, kids. Why don't somebody go out and mow the lawn or take the trash out or do this? We kind of treat the fathers like they're kings. Um, I don't know. I think more moms need to be treated like queens. And again, I'm not talking about myself because I am lucky that way. I get treated like a queen all the time. But I do notice that with most of my friends and uh, coworkers and whatnot, they struggle with, with, you know, oh, I'm not doing anything. There are no plans. My husband didn't do anything. It's like, really? Why? I just think it's that way in general. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if it wasn't just on the second Sunday in May? Like, I kind of think like some of the stuff around Mother's Day, you know, whether you're going to go to massage or they're going to take you out to dinner or whatever it is, like it's a little like going to dinner on Valentine's Day when every restaurant smashes extra tables in and they double the prices on their menu and it's like all these two tops. And I actually have a friend whose birthday is on Valentine's Day and she said it was the worst day to have a birthday because nobody will go out with her on her birthday. <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's a side note. But I almost feel like I would like a Mother's Day that's not Mother's Day. That's not a Hallmark Mother's Day, you know? Yes. We should make a new Mother's Day. Just we should be treated like have... that all the time is the goal, right? I mean, yeah, I had that's to go not going to happen. So I need I to set to... realistic expectations. <laughs> I had to... I had to go to my third husband to get that. <laughs> oh, recommend. shit. That's the secret. I didn't know. <laughs> got to go find another I'm only, one. I'm I only one in. I'm one in, one out. So I got, I got a ways. See, I, I mean, I deserve it now. I've, I've, I've weaned them out enough to now I finally found one that would treat me like a queen on, you know, multiple mornings a month. Yeah. That time's a charm. Got it. Jeez. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. So let's talk about, as we are all mothers, what is the biggest challenge of motherhood that you have found in being a mother? Like what's driver's the one thing? training. Driver's, <laughs> driver's training. training. <laughs> My God. I think uh, for me, I mean, there's, I think there's challenges at every stage, right? So uh, the stage I'm in right now is the one that's the most real and raw to me currently although I know I had a million challenges when they were younger, but for me, it's um, watching them go, mm -hmm. you know, letting them go. I've got one in college. I've got one that'll be going to college in a year and change and, um, you know, letting them walk away. Yeah. That's so hard. It like, gives me the chills right now and I want to cry. I think um, for me, it's, the, it's knowing that they need to stumble 
and they need to have these learning lessons, but watching them struggle. So like Bardot, my oldest is like a Scorpio. She's super sensey pants and she gets affected by the way, like she doesn't, they don't understand how to like manage emotions or when people are being rude to them and how they can deflect and, and have those dialogues. And so I'm trying to teach her how to, you know, oh, well, so-and-so is not being nice to you. Like, well, maybe you should ask them why they're not being nice or, you know, we have a conversation. We have a saying for that in our house. It's called don't steal her struggle or don't steal yes. because they have to get through these struggles to come out the other side and be these great kids who can go off to college. I hope to God might go off to college as sad as that is. And as well, yeah. but that's what your goal is, right? When they finally yeah. fly away and, and you're like, oh my God, they're human beings and, and they have a life of their own now. This is awesome. This is what we've raised them to do. I, I hope I can be in Stacy's shoes where, where, you know, I'm crying tears of joy because I didn't steal their struggle. I didn't help them with absolutely everything, which is what I, I want to fix everything. I want to do everything. I want to do it for them. And I can't. Yeah. And I took my son to college his freshman year and dropped him off and you've got him moved into the dorm and you stay overnight and then you go back the next morning just to make sure they don't need anything. And and, you know, he's 3,000 miles away and I'm getting on a plane that afternoon without him to come home. And um, when he basically was like, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out, like he couldn't, I couldn't have left fast enough for him. And he had been there 24 hours and he'd already blended in, made friends, had plans. Like there was, for him, there, and I know a lot of people don't always have this experience, but there was no transition time. Like he just stepped right in and was happy on day one and thriving and literally I couldn't get out fast enough to make him happy and it was it was a horribly sad moment for me but it was also a, it was also a very proud moment for me that I knew that I I'd, I'd set him up right because he he had no issues I was leaving he was fine he was bye-bye <laughs> like, right? like leaving your kindergartner at school when they just wave and go, bye mom. And you're like, you're crying because they are walking off and they don't need you anymore. Exactly. This is the grown up version of kindergarten departure. Yeah. Right. It's no, awesome. it's, it's intense, but it's also, it is rewarding. And it's also something to like toot your own horn or pat yourself on the back to be like, Hey, like I've raised you to be able to do this. And that's a pretty big accomplishment. I mean, my, you know, to have a kid that's going to college, I mean, come on, please. That's amazing. Um, but it's also very like, uh, just, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I think motherhood, there's somebody said to me when I was pregnant with my first was like, there is no how to manual, you know, there's no, like you're built with your own how to mechanisms of how you're going to like, not let them die or feed them or like, you know, like there's, there's, you could read what to expect when you're expecting, but when they're in front of you, you don't know anything. Well, they're um, all individual some need the push and some don't some you know need harsh you know tough love and others need careful so you don't know until you have them in front of you what they ah, need to, no. to be able to fly and and then you get through these stages of like toddlerism and you know it's like they're the death magnet so they're like oh water oh knives oh cliffs you know so your job's to like protect them from dying and then you move into, you know, the next phase and the next phase. And every time you kind of master one level, I feel then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, 
we made it through, we've got this. And then you get to the next stage and you're like, I got no friggin' idea. Like I'm getting into preteen bullshit. There's just new death traps at every level. And you're like, oh, now I need to keep you alive from this. Well, it's like right now I'm entering the preteen, like we're hyper emotional and everything. Like Bardo was taking out the trash or bringing in the trash cans and she's screaming bloody murder outside. And I'm like, is there someone outside with a knife on your throat? No. I go out there and she's like, there's a spider and a spider sack. It's guiding, it's guarding its sack. And like underneath the handle was like a daddy long legs who yes, had a sack of his babies, but it wasn't like a death murder situation. <laughs> and I was just like, this is my life right now. Like I'm managing this type of like manifestation. That may not go time. away. I have 15 year olds who would <sighs> come get me for a spider with a- A spider with a sack. <laughs> Side note, is there a mommy long legs or are all daddy long legs or male and female long leg spiders all daddy long legs? That's a very good question. And why aren't they all mommy long legs? Feels a little sexist. It it feels very sexist to me. And who made up that that term for them? Because I don't think the, the actual term for that spider is a daddy long legs. I think that's something that we've made up. And are they good? Are they good spiders? I've heard they're good, but I, they don't feel good to me when I see them in my house. So I've heard that they are the most poisonous spider what? around, yet their mouths are too small to bite you. Now, I'm not sure if that's fake news or if that's actual, but now we have to look up these daddy long legs and see what I they're really Google called. And, and yeah, we're going we're gonna to need a little bit more intel on this daddy long leg situation. Interesting. But you're right. They should be mommy long legs. Yeah. Or but- long leg family but maybe her maybe her behavior then was warranted if they are so poisonous and they're they're sacks i don't i don't think it was warranted. <laughs> but but going back to it it's like once you get through these stages then you master new stages and there are plenty of nights where i go i do not my pay grade does not warrant this this dynamic that i that i chose okay i chose to become a mother and here i am dealing with this just uh it's, it's a lot. And I know it's only going to get worse. I have heard the teens are a whole nother level of just alien behavior. Yes. It's not good. They, they mine were pretty, I mean, mine were pretty easy. I, I, I expected, uh, I expected hard. Maybe I just, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe again, maybe I set my expectations to where it wasn't so bad. I mean, I have a, I have a teen daughter and people always look at me and they kind of, you know, you tell them you've got a, a daughter that just turned 17 and, they look at you with this like sympathy and sadness in their eyes and they say, how's that going? <laughs> like, um, you know, like, like, like I'm on trial for murder or something. How's that going? Um, but honestly, like I, 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 and I know that there's a lot of mothers and teen daughters that go at it and, and uh, are challenged. And I see some of her friends in that category. I'm very lucky that I am not challenged in that arena. We have lots of other challenges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just not one of them. But you know what, Stacey? I'm going to say this, and I love to praise you because praise needs to be given. I mean, you have raised your children alone and not like single mom. Like, you're a solo parent. And, you know, with your kids, it wasn't like the bullshit was really tolerated or there wasn't really time for it because... I, I, did, not, I did not have time for it. I couldn't it, bother. I couldn't be bothered. And they, I think, know that. And I think that they are who they are as a result of your uh successes and and you know and and struggles and being you know and them being a part of every p- 
part of that journey. Um, and so I've always loved watching you and I've admired you as a mother because you were like my first like grown up friend with kids. Like before any of us had kids, like you had kids. And I was like, wow, like, is this what it's, is this what it's supposed to be like? Um, because your kids have always been good. I mean, I've known your kids since they were teeny tiny and they've always been good kids because you're a good mom. You and have taught them to respect you and, you know, other people, I think, because they are exceptional kids. They're good. Well, well thank you. I'll tell you where I did miss the mark. Uh, clean rooms. Well, we can't <laughs> see everything. Slobs. How do I how do I fix that? My kids are slobs. Well, they're gonna get out there in the world and they're gonna be around people that are not sloppy and then they'll have to like they'll be like, Oh, I'm messy. When they pay their own rent, I, I know this from experience. Shannon was the messiest. She used to have a mountain of clothes in her room. Yeah, the bedrooms are a disaster. Piled piled high. You couldn't even open the door sometimes because there was so much shit on the floor. Yeah, that's Piper. For and sure. Ugh. When she got her own apartment, it was, you know, it, it had its moments of being messy. But when she would have me over, it was immaculate. She, okay, like, oh, good to know. I, good I didn't to know, know they you, grew out of that. Yeah, I didn't know that she even knew how to clean. <laughs> so maybe that's when. That's good to know. Thank you. I, I have hope. Yes, yes. Uh, well, today's episode is just a bonus episode, so it's a quick and dirty one. We wanted to wish all of the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day, and we see you, and we love you, and we're there with you, girls. Uh, we hope that you go do something fun. We hope that you take this 20-minute uh, moment and listen to us and giggle a little bit, and we hope that you get out there and inspire other mothers to be the best mothers that they can be. Anything else to add, ladies? Happy Mother's Day. Love Happy you, girls. Happy Mother's Day. And uh, until next time, be inspired. <laughs>